You're listening to Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership with Clinton Wilkins and myself, Todd Vino. Let me ask you a question. Hit me. What is the average age of your client? What's your average client's age? I would say my average age of my clients, they're like in their late 40s. That's about average. Yeah. Okay. What are the oldest clients that you've had? I would say in their 80s. In their 80s. Brand new mortgage ever? Right. Not, or, or renewing something? I would say the brand new mortgage ever definitely were retirees. Yeah. And they'd moved to Nova Scotia from another province. Right. And I think typically the seniors that we're doing mortgages for, they own their own homes. Right. And you know what? A listener actually wrote me an email. Uh, it's a client and he, uh, he loves the show. And he specifically wanted us to talk about the mechanics of getting a mortgage when you're retired. And that's a good question. And I think there's a misconception out there that when you become a certain age, you can't get a mortgage anymore because you're like, well, I won't be able to pay this off in 25 or 30 years. Right. That's not the truth. No. With a prime lender, there's no age restrictions. Right. We are not ageist. At 80 years old, you can get a mortgage with a 30-year amortization. Right. That is possible. Yeah. The reason that you may want to do this is potentially it's for investment purposes or you need to modify your home to stay in your home. Mm -hmm. we're, we're seeing a lot of seniors take mortgage charges against their property to maybe give gifts to family, maybe help them, you know, get into the housing market. I've seen that a lot. Yeah. So there's a lot of reasons why someone may leverage their home. And believe it or not, I see a lot of seniors that have a lot of debt. Really? They might own their home free and clear, but yeah. they have, you know, $100,000 worth of debt between lines of credit and credit cards. More so now than the past, say, 10 years ago? I would say it's more common because yeah. I think there's this, you know, real psychological need to like pay down your mortgage and I want to own my home yeah. free and clear yeah. where financially that might not always be the best scenario. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes the home is the biggest asset. Right. And, you know, I think leveraging that home, it, we're not talking like we're leveraging this to 80% loan to value always. Sometimes I'm doing 10, 20, 50%. There's still lots of equity in the, in the property. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes the worry is, okay, I'm going to leverage this property and I'm not going to be able to leave as much money to my kids. Right. What's the smallest amount? Of, this question might not make any sense, actually. It might not. If, let's say, a house were paid pretty much or were paid off mm -hmm. and somebody were to say, look, I, we only want $40,000. So wh how, what, would you, what would you amortize that out over? I mean, you could amortize that over 25 or 30 years you, you if you want, and you'd have yeah. a very small payment. So the payment would be like 85 bucks a month or something ridiculous. It would be low. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some lenders have a minimum mortgage amount of 100000 Some have a minimum mortgage amount of 50000 So when you start getting below 50000 not every lender is going to do that. So that wasn't a stupid question. It wasn't stupid, no. Right. yeah. And I think in that case, Todd, I may not do a mortgage. I would recommend maybe doing a home equity line of credit. Right. So then they have more available credit if they needed it. Yeah, and if they don't, instead of just getting the cash. And you're only cash. paying interest for the amount that you draw down because maybe right. you don't need your whole $40,000 right. at once. Yeah. And, you know, some seniors want to do a reverse mortgage, and I think they are more popular. I think right now, a reverse mortgage isn't for everyone. Typically, the reverse mortgages are for borrowers that maybe their credit's not as great, mm -hmm. or they really have very, very low income. Right. Most seniors can afford to make the interest payment on a home equity line. Mm -hmm. The benefit of a reverse mortgage is there's no payment, but the rates are higher. Yeah. So there's pros and cons. And I sometimes think that there's misconnotations about a reverse mortgage that when you do pass away or you have to leave your home, 
the bank's just going to take the house. Mm -hmm. That's not the case. The family could either pay off the mortgage or they could sell the property just like you would with any other lender. I'm hearing some rumblings, and the only reason I bring this up is because I, I heard it recently, that there are, might be some jurisdictions in Canada where, where they may be looking at uh, a fixing tax in your house. Did you hear that? No, I, I didn't. I, okay, hopefully. Me, maybe there was more background. I don't know. Do you yeah. Know? No, it just seems to me that it was, I read a news story mm-hmm. that a provincial jurisdiction, and I can't remember which one, was floating the idea of you paying tax as a gain on your own principal residence. Yeah, I think that might be something that would need to be happening like nationally, I would assume. You think that'd be a national In terms of a capital gain type situation, I would assume. Typically, when there's changes to like capital gains tax and things, that's usually done on the federal level. level, And as you know, the budget just went through and there wasn't a lot. It was almost crickets in the budget for housing in terms of, you know, homeowners and things like that. It's typically a time when if the federal government is going to introduce a new program, It'll be happening around your in right. the budget, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I would say that would be very unpopular. Yeah. Now, the, now, now again, US, I don't want any. I don't want anybody to, to suggest that they heard that here no. on the show. And I, I can thought tell I you, heard that in the U.S. Yeah. You do pay capital gains on your principal on residence. Your, on your principal residence. Yeah. 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 Where in Canada we have an exemption. It's only for your principal. How long residence. has that been around for the exemption? Is that's not obviously been forever? When did that come into play? I do not know how long. Yeah. It's been for as long as I've been in the industry. Right. It's been right. that way. Right. And there were changes. Maybe the last budget there were changes to the capital gains and how long you needed to have have be owning a property and there was now tax the taxation changes right on flips basically have now become income instead of capital gains because right. a capital gain is still better than you being taxed at your normal tax sure, rate right sure yeah 50 percent hmm. yeah so to that i i guess the the philosophy behind having a, your principal residence not taxed was i would have thought to incentivize people to get into home ownership. That would have been obviously the, the I think that's reason. obviously like one yeah. reason. Yeah. And as you know, the federal government has been trying to slow the demand for home ownership. Part of that was obviously through Bank of Canada increasing that key overnight rate, the rates being high. Because during the last three years, home ownership has become even more accelerated and inflated due to just the amount of demand. People's housing needs and requirements have changed over the last couple of years. But now I think it's going back into a more normal and balanced market, at least here in Halifax. Yeah. Like what I said, there, you know, there was more and more listings. And we're going to bring on a guest. We're going to bring on our, a realtor friend of ours and mine um, that is going to come on our show and talk more about the market here in our next segment. Okay. So I'll be curious to hear what he has to say. Yeah. So when it comes to, I guess, a house as a as part of your net worth, right? We know when financial planning is done, mm-hmm. that's one of the that's one of the things that the financial planner will do is as to figure out your net worth and that value, that equity in your home is part of that of that net worth. Some I've heard disagree with that, feeling as though because you need a place to live, that that shouldn't that should be perhaps not part of that equation. Do you believe that that should be part of your net worth? I think. The home is the biggest piece of the net worth in many, many cases. And, you know, I think that's why paying down the mortgage is so important over time Mm -hmm. because your home, in essence, will likely appreciate. And we've seen a lot of appreciation the last couple of years. But then over the, you know, life of the mortgage, you're going to pay down the principal of the mortgage. So every month that goes by, your balance should be less and less. So the net worth of that household should increase, in essence, every month. Yeah. And I do. I think it's a big piece of of the net worth. And I think it is part of the net worth. And that's part of the reason why people do buy homes. Right. They're not planning on necessarily staying in that home until they pass away. They're staying into it for, you know, there's a lifetime. You know, I guess quickly, though, though, there's a fundamental argument 
argument, though, that this is creating some of the problems for affordable housing because housing has become an investment tool and it's viewed in that way. And that is part mm-hmm. of what led to this housing issue these with affordability. Just quickly, thoughts on that? You know, I agree. I think there's a lot of seniors that are holding on to housing because there's not a retirement home for them to go to or an apartment for them to go to. Those homes could be really great starter homes. And sure. I think first-time home buyers need to focus on a starter home, yeah. get into the real estate market, appreciate it, renovate it, sell it, and then move up in the market. Yeah. I think first-time home buyers right now have this idyllic you know, view of buying their dream home as their very first home. All right. We have, we've got a guest coming up. You just tell me. You we do. James me. Dwyer is coming on, and he's going to talk to us here about the Halifax real estate market. Okay. Mortgage 101 returns right after this. If you've liked what you've heard and you want to learn more, feel free to visit us online at teamclinton.ca.